0: Money FM 89.3 Best of Breakfast Morning Shot Good morning, you're listening to Breakfast with Linley, Ryan and Rachel. A slew of measures targeted at parents were announced at the Singapore budget this week. Among them, a bigger baby bonus and doubling of yearly unpaid infant care leave. Plus, fathers will get 4 weeks of paid paternity leave instead of two starting next year. Working mothers on the other hand will also be allowed to claim a fixed amount of tax relief for children born or adopted next year. These are all part of the government's efforts aimed at ramping up support for families. On Morning Short today we're going to talk about what parents are concerned with and how far these measures go in tackling them. We're joined by Louis Ng, member of parliament of Nisun GRC, Louis, very good morning to you. Welcome to the show.
1: Good morning. Thank you for having me on the show.
0: We understand that you're also a father to three daughters.
1: Yep. One of them beside me now.
0: Okay, so
1: <laughs> what what are your thoughts on more paid paternity leave? I'm definitely long overdue. I mean, I've been fighting for this in Parliament for, for quite a while now. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you mentioned, I've been father to three kids. I've mm-hmm. seen how precious the time is we have with our children, especially when they were born. And when my children were newborns, I only had two weeks and it clearly wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I, I think most importantly, this, this really is about an issue of gender equality. And I've always stressed that in Parliament about, about what message we're sending out to society. We say, Mothers have 16 weeks of maternity leave and fathers, I mean, previously only two weeks. It sort of shows who is supposed to look after the kid when that really shouldn't be the case.
0: So what do you think? How much is enough really? You know, is, is four, four weeks enough? Or should we get
1: four months for fathers as well? Well, four weeks is a good step. I mean, I was <laughs> smiling in Parliament. <laughs> I think most could see. I mean, I'm obviously happy that we've doubled it. But mm-hmm. I mean, you're right. I, I hope that a day will come where we can equalize it. So not overnight where, you know, next year budget, we will announce another additional 12 weeks. But I think gradually, if every year we can slowly increase it, uh, slowly change society's mindset and gradually move to a state where we can have equal maternity and paternity leave, then I think that would be best.
0: Okay, now that's for fathers. How about mothers? Do you think the current 16
1: weeks is enough? Uh, So I, I think there's always a call to strike that balance between business needs and of course parental needs as well. So 16 weeks, I, I always wish there'll be more, but I understand the business concern. So perhaps we can look into it again, do some public consultations and see whether there's a need to increase, but not to a point where I think it's happened in other cases where the employers stop hiring women altogether because they're so worried that if I hire a, a woman at a childbearing age, then they won't come to work because they'll be having kids. And that has been the case where mm, there is this mm. discrimination against women when it comes to hire, the hiring process.
0: That's right. So apart from paid leave, there are also a number of other financial initiatives for parents. Are there any challenges you foresee in implementing these initiatives, especially for employers?
1: Um, I don't think so. I mean, the the baby bonus, for example, is obviously very good news for new parents to have the additional $3,000. That would help significantly. I mean, as you know, the cost of living is rising and it's not that cheap to look after or, or bring up a child. So the $3,000 definitely is, is a big plus as well. And also the child development account. Yep, again, a big plus that we can use for the child care fees uh, that will help in our bringing of our children.
0: Okay, so share with us your own experience with raising children. How are the challenges faced by parents evolving? I mean, A,
1: a lot of it is financial, but as mm-hmm. I, I always stress in Parliament, that it, part of it really is time. So mm. we've done well in doubling the, the paternity leave, increasing the unpaid infant care leave. Uh, but there's another crucial stage, which is childcare leave. Mm. So once your child is no longer a newborn, you have until the age of seven, six days of childcare leave. And that's something I'm going to be pushing for in parliament again next week, uh, whether we can increase this. So, you know, we're DOSCON green now. COVID is hopefully we're at the tail end. And then there comes hand, foot and mouth disease. But that's okay. uh, really two weeks of MC where your child needs. And many parents are stuck with no one to really help to look after their children and. I think there's a need for us now to review our childcare leave provisions and maybe even consider providing childcare sick leave.
0: That is so true, You know, especially during the COVID time,
1: we really felt the need for more leave to take care of our children, right? There were many calls from parents during COVID about uh, mm. desperately asking us to increase childcare leave, even uh, provide a COVID-related childcare leave, which I, I raised in Parliament as well, because again, you, you're pretty stuck, if, especially in today's society where, it's dual income. Both parents are at work. Then mm. who looks after the child when the child is sick? And if you only have six days, uh, bearing in mind that the childcare centre can close for six days a year. Mm. So that's pretty much, you have six days left, I mean, if you're uh, with uh, both father and mother.
0: Mm. Okay, let's talk about help for single unwed parents. That's another segment of the population that you've talked about in Parliament. Aside from what's already in place, how else can the government better help these
1: single unwed parents? So I've spoken out for single outweds since my first budget in parliament back in Mm -hmm. 2016. And, you know, there has been significant progress. So from not really providing housing to now uh, providing housing, allowing them to buy, allowing them to rent. But, you know, I can't help but feel a sense of stigma for them during this budget where uh, they were left out. So when we talk about the working mother's child relief as an example, Mm -hmm. uh, that doesn't apply for single outweds parents unless of course they just marry the father and get a divorce then mm. they, they get the working mother's child relief but that seems strange okay. to make them yes. jump through so many hoops True. To, to get something it's not the working married mother's child relief it's the working mother's child relief and even when we talk about the cash component of the baby bonus which we've increased but they, they actually don't qualify for that as well mm. and if you talk about single well, parents under 35 I think their median income is $700 in today's world $700 a month with a child and that I've always stressed again in parliament that baby bonus that cash component it's not a luxury for them it really is a lifeline and this additional $3,000 will go a long way in helping the single unweds and especially the children yeah
0: certainly there's lots more that can be done for this group of uh, parents how far do you think these new initiatives go in solving some of those things that you've just Uh, mentioned
1: for parenthood issues I mean that goes a long way I mean many of us have pushed this for for a long time the baby bonus the working mother's child relief the unpaid infant care uh, the paternity leave. So I- I'm glad our voices have been heard and, and changes mm-hmm. have been made. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always told baby steps, uh, but I think this are uh, quite huge steps that we have made. But now let's also have-, have some baby steps for childcare leave uh, for single and wet parents as well.
0: Yeah, all steps in the right direction. Definitely. Moving ahead, as a parent, which other areas? Uh, On top of those that you've mentioned, are you hoping that the government will look into gaps that may not have been covered this time round in uh, Budget
1: 2023? Uh, So what I'll push for during the Committee of Supply debates is also the flexible work arrangement. I mean, that also really helps a lot of uh, working parents uh, where they have a chance to balance both work commitments and a family commitment. I know we will have the tripartite guidelines by 2024, but I'm really hoping we can push forward and, and move it ahead to this year instead. I mean, we just came out of COVID where many of us were working from home, having flexible work arrangements. And I think we should allow that as the status quo rather than stop and then perhaps start again in 2024. Also, there's a need for parent care leave. I know I push for a lot of leaves, right? But <laughs> I mean, not just looking after our children, but as, as we shared during budget, we have a growing senior population and many of us need to look after our parents as well.
0: And one more thing that uh, is definitely good news in a sense, the lapse of foreign domestic worker levy tax relief. Right?
1: Yep. Uh, again, that will help in terms of looking after our children. That was the last part I was I would raise again is the fertility leave. As we know, many of our younger generation are now getting married later and are relying mm. on IVF. And I think uh, there's a need to provide more support to those who are trying so hard to have children and, and maybe unable to. And IVF would help in fertility leave for them to undergo the IVF treatments, which is, is a very painful process. All my children were born through IVF. So I know mm. how difficult it, it can be, both uh, physically, emotionally. And like we've said how our employers can be more supportive, and I think the government has a role to play there as well in in providing fertility leave, which some countries like South Korea have provided as well.
0: Okay, thank you very much, Louis. Louis, very, very good to listen to your perspectives. We've been speaking with Louis Ng, Member of Parliament of Nisun GRC. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.